Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of Quarantine for Your Thoughts. I'm that big, jolly, round-bellied fella who slides down your chimney, Santa Claus. And I'm that chimney that's getting slid into John <laughs> Urban. <laughs> oh my. And you heard it here first, Episode 2 of Season 2, 2 for 2. 2 for 2, yeah. Well... 30, That's a total of 32, 32. episodes, yeah. yeah. Not according um, to Spotify Wrapped. Yeah, apparently we only... If some of you saw our Instagram story, we crossed out how many episodes they thought we did. It's What's like it? 26 or something like that. I love a nice simple edit. Uh, well, today we wanted to start out with some shout-outs. We haven't had any for a little while. Um, up first is uh, our good friend Heather, who has been an avid listener of the show. She started listening about halfway through Season 1 and rapidly got caught up. And then started listening each week as we came out with a new episode. I love a binge listener. Love a binge listener. She mm-hmm. is also one of our uh, supporters who bought some merch, the yeah, uh, merch. quarantine bundle. Um, if you haven't gotten yours, go get it now while supplies last, because we are actually kind of running out a little bit. Dwindling. Um, and uh, she is also the first person to support our donation campaign. Awesome. Um, so Heather has jumped right up to the top of our uh, list. It's Christmas time. Yeah. Um, oh, we oh, checked oh. it twice. Um, Heather's up at the top of our list as our number one um, backer, yeah, honestly. So, so thank you so thank much, you Heather. So much. Um, and uh, we're not going to say how much you donated, but uh, all you folks out there, you QFYT stinky bitches, donate more. <laughs> or at all. Yeah. Um, anything, you know, anything helps. It really means a lot. Um, we do have a donation campaign running so that we can get some some new mics and recorders so we can be portable. Um, and actually do some really cool episodes with some local breweries and distilleries. And, and maybe go travel. abroad, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps some cool that's, stuff while we're in Europe. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. We'll always see. out there, but we're just trying to raise, I mean, just trying to raise is always a bad way to start something. But it's, our, our goal is actually relatively low. It's $2,000, um, which will cover getting some new microphones, getting some cameras, um, and being able to be a little bit more portable. Yeah. Um, that's one thing that we have had a hard time with is... It's actually being able to do things outside of our studio, which... Which, obviously, we're kind of trapped. But yeah. once we can get out... Um, We'd like to. Yeah. And speaking of traveling and other places that aren't here... And getting out. <laughs> yeah. We have a brand new listen from the great state of Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Florida. Um, yeah. Ryan was scratching hard uh, oh, yesterday, God. I guess. Yeah, Monday, actually. Yeah. Whoever listened, listened right at the launch of season two. Awesome. Um, Must have been a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Who's on vacation um, in Miami listening? So, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Thank you so much, though, uh, whoever's in Florida, uh, Orlando, actually, to be specific, so yeah. it could have been a vacation. Pardon um, me. <laughs> <clears throat> um, we might know who it we was. We might know who it was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we're not sure. Um, anywho, welcome to season two. Um, I know we, during our... Uh, was that, I'm sorry, welcome, was that a rhyme? Yeah, I guess it was. Well, anywho, you. welcome to season two. Thank you, Dr. Um, Seuss. <laughs> We uh we had talked about maybe making the show subscription based on the website. We we moved away from that. That's not a thing. Um, but what we are doing is we have all of our platforms listed on the homepage now. Um, so you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everything else is listed. So go check that out. Listen to those so we can get your your metrics. So we can get more backers. Yeah, we want to know about you. <laughs> and go check out our YouTube channel. Um, right now, all it's up is the very first at the bar segment where I teach you how to make an old fashioned. Um, but we're going to start uploading. I got to stop doing this with my hands. Um, <laughs> we, we're going to start uploading uh, clips from the shows um, throughout the week. So you can see, for instance, this week, our wonderful, ugly sweaters 
Christmas sweaters. We have ugly sweaters, but these are specifically ugly Christmas sweaters. We all we both just looked at the camera <laughs> because we know you all can't see that, but you will soon, maybe. Go check out <clears> the YouTube <throat> channel. I'm sorry for just clearing my throat in everybody's ear. Specifically mine when I go to edit this yeah, audio. Well, I'll just scream. <laughs> Something else that we're very excited about though this week is we have a couple of special guests uh, that are going to be joining us on the show uh, to talk specifically about COVID. Um, so actually, let's just jump right over to that now um, and go talk to our special guests. Awesome. And joining us today in the studio, we have Tori Williams and her mom, Karen McGeehan. Ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> so we're going to just jump right down to business. Tori, we'll come back to you in a second, but... Karen is a, correct me if I'm wrong, general practice doctor? Yes, family physician. Family physician. So, Karen, can you tell us from a professional doctor standpoint more about COVID and maybe what you're seeing in your offices and practices with what's going on with all of that? Well, I can tell you that it's very prevalent right now. Uh, there are a ton of cases. So everybody needs to be very vigilant and wearing masks and continuing with social distancing. Um, there are so many cases out there right now. Um, and the concern is that everybody is affected differently. Some are very severely affected and others have mild symptoms, but you don't know. You can't. You don't know what your risk is and how you're going to be affected. So you cannot take it lightly. And from what I understand, it's very easy to spread. So even if you may not have symptoms, you can spread it easily to other people around you. Is that true? That is true. Yes. Okay. So you we're can a little spread bit... it for two to three days before you yourself has symptoms. Oh, wow. That that's new. I didn't know that one. <clears throat> not ideal. Um, so what do you, I, I, obviously everybody, you know, is different when they get it, but how long do you find is the usual incubation period before somebody starts to display symptoms? The incubation period, if you have, if you have contracted COVID, the incubation period can be two to three days. And then after that, you can shed the virus for another two days before you develop symptoms. Oof. So three to five days before you yourself develop symptoms, you can shed the virus and infect somebody else. Ooh. Wow. And I... yes. And then you develop symptoms. And at that point, everybody's symptoms are different. So it's hard to say. Mm -hmm. um, and then they can be very mild symptoms. So you may think that you have allergies or you have a cold, you have a runny nose, you have a cough, you have a headache, which this time of year is very typical. <laughs> However, they can be signs of coronavirus and you need to be very aware of that. So even if you think that it is a normal allergy or just 
typical symptoms this time of year, you should still get tested because it can be coronavirus. Oof. Scary stuff. Um, and I know that's becoming a big concern uh, for many people who might be going home for the holidays or should hopefully choose not to go home for the holidays. Yeah, we saw that London and the UK has recently implemented stage four travel uh, yes. restrictions and all of that. And there was some in the European countries as chaos. well. Yeah. So we understand that unfortunately both of you had COVID. Um, we did. And are you both better now? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We are better. Um, <laughs> That's good. Tori had it first, and she just had sore throat and allergy-type symptoms, nasal congestion, runny nose, sore throat. I thought I had a cold, uh-huh. and I thought it was just from sleeping in a cold room. Uh-huh. Yes. And, and how long did you go, Tori, with thinking you had a cold before you got tested and then realized you had COVID? Well, what's really funny is... I got sick two Saturdays ago now. So it was 15 days ago. And like, that's when I was really sick. Um, So I was just in bed trying to recover. And Tuesday, my mom says she can't smell Clorox wipes, freaks out, goes and gets tested, and figures out that you have COVID. And I was positive. Yeah, you were positive. So. You know, freaking out, she rushes home and takes me to get tested, where she then gets tested again because... No, that was different. That wasn't well, anything to do with it. I know, but it was just funny. Okay. Yes. You got tested three times in one day. They were... Um, they have a combination test now for flu and COVID. Ah. And they were trying to... I was already... I already tested positive for COVID. And then I took Tori back because she had had these very mild symptoms she never lost her taste and smell my only thing was a loss of smell um and so that's why i got tested and then i took tori back and she had her you know respiratory symptoms very mild took her back to get tested and then what tori's saying is the the funny part of it is that they have a combination flu covid rapid test now with one nasal swab. So when I took Tori back, they had asked if I would let them do another nasal swab to try to um, calibrate their test, knowing that I was going to be positive for COVID. Oh, that's Um, pretty cool. And then when we did that test, then it came up slightly positive for a flu. And I knew I did not have flu. And so then I went back a third time and let them <laughs> test for an actual flu test, which ended up being negative. So they were trying to figure out their rapid test. But, I mean, the bottom line is I had COVID and I figured it out because I couldn't smell. And to not be able to smell Clorox wipes, that's a pretty big one to, yeah. to know why. So, Tori, for you, once you realized you had it, did that... Did you feel any different? Like, was there, like, some panic there? Were you freaking out? I mean, out? yeah. What was that? Were you freaking out at all? Um, yes. Solely because, like, I was around my friend Amy and her family, and then I was also around 
my boyfriend Rob and his family and to think that I like could have potentially exposed all of them not knowing that I had it was something that like really scared me because it's I mean if you think about it both of their parents are older mm-hmm. but then she was also very sick I mean she had significant fatigue muscle aches congestion yeah I got really sick like yeah. I was in bed for like four or five days straight and like getting out of bed was a struggle and you were not fine. Yeah, you were fine. But then I ended up giving it to my boyfriend. Oh no. Who ended up being admitted to the hospital. Oh, is he doing okay? Yes, he's much better now. Okay. Um, So he was admitted for COVID pneumonia. Oh, yikes. Um, Very scary. That one was scary. Um, but they treated him with steroids, antibiotics, breathing treatments, and he did just fine. So, well, that's good. Um, yeah. yeah. But now, still, it's just. Karen, is there any medicine out there that can be prescribed to people who have COVID that can help them get better? I know there's a vaccine now, but is there anything that they can take before that or other than that to help if they actually get COVID? No, there's really not. I mean, you were saying that it's all symptomatic treatment. It's you treat your symptoms. If okay. you have short of breath or if you have congestion, you do over-the-counter medicines for congestion. If you're short of breath, you can do some inhalers, some steroids. But there's no consistent, this is the treatment. If you have this, this is what you do. Gotcha. It's very varied. And how do you feel professionally? And now this might be an on the on the spot question, but how do you feel about the vaccine that's rolling out from Pfizer and Moderna? Um, I'm really excited about it. I think it's awesome. Um, if you can get it, I would encourage everybody to get the vaccine. I mean, there are some side effects. There are some people that have adverse effects to it, but it's not that uh significant mm-hmm. to dissuade anybody to do it so the more people that can get the vaccine the better if we can get the everybody vaccinated uh we will get over this and we will get through this awesome that's reassuring to know because i know john and i have been a little skeptical as it is a new vaccine and but it was very quickly very, developed yeah a lot of varied reports on stuff so it's nice to hear that from a professional yeah. that we know and yeah, trust. You think it's a quick, you think it was developed quickly, but if you really look at the research of it, it really wasn't. It was in production uh, for other types of illnesses uh, or vaccines, Ebola virus. Um, so the research into this type of vaccine has been going on for years. It was just um, more coincidence or I don't know what the term is that all of a sudden it was effective for coronavirus to use this modality to administer a vaccine. So the research has been in works for years. So it was really just targeting that research towards a specific. And then all of a sudden getting it out to target coronavirus 
Um, so yes, yeah, so I would not be skeptical or hesitant because of how quickly it came out because the research has been going on for years. It just, they switched it to this type of virus okay. and yeah. So I think, um, I would definitely not hesitate to get the vaccine. <laughs> That's reassuring. Yeah, for sure. So thank you. First of all, thank you both for being here. We were obviously concerned when we found out that you both had it. Um, and once you got better, we were excited to get to hear a little bit about it because we've never really had a chance to talk to anybody who's had it or a professional in the field who could give us a little bit more insight. Do either of you have anything else that you want to share with everybody before we uh, wrap up this segment? Well, the biggest thing, at least for me, that like the way COVID has affected me, even though I'm young and I'm healthy, it definitely hit me really, really hard. And it was not fun whatsoever and i'm even though technically out of quarantine and not infectious i'm still kind of feeling the effects yeah the effects um uh-huh. like i walked around one of the the malls here yesterday um for christmas shopping and we walked a mile and a half and i felt like i had ran a marathon like Oof. i was so exhausted so there's some um, recovery time there as well. What was that? There's some recovery time even after you've right. gotten past the virus yeah. to yeah. still get and the back to home. Bottom line is, don't even if you're young and you think that it's not going to really affect you, it will. Yeah. Um. So don't take it lightly. Don't blow it off. Don't think that oh, I'll just get it and get over it, because everybody's affected differently. It is not typical you know age um illness health whatever it's still a very serious virus absolutely well thank you both so much for being here to talk about that and share your experience with that we're glad you're in good health we're glad that anybody else who may have been exposed is doing better um we're hoping this vaccine uh gets gets out to everybody soon enough Yeah. yeah And once again, thank you so much to Tori and Dr. McGeehan um, for being on the show, uh, talking about their COVID experiences, and frankly, giving us a very educated insight onto COVID from a professional standpoint. Yeah, and we're so glad they're all better. I know we said that 30 times during uh, the interview, but we are. I yeah, mean, it's genuinely, a horrible it's, it's a thing, scary so. thing to yeah. experience, and especially being, you know, thank you to Dr. McGeehan for being out there and, and helping treat patients. One thing she actually said after we got off air was that uh the day she went back to the office she had i think she said 25 patients patients. that were all covid cases Yeah, every single patient that day had uh covid Uh, COVID exposure or something like that um and it was all virtual thankfully but still um it's prevalent it's out there and for those of you who may not think it's as serious i encourage you to listen to the segment of our show yeah um, about that um, we are going to offer up, uh, for those of you that listen to the show, if you have questions about COVID, um, please don't ask us, do I have COVID if, um, but if you have <laughs> questions about like the vaccine, um, possible like things that you're seeing around you, 
feel free to write in um, and we will pass those questions along to Dr. McGee and, and um, see if she'd be willing to come do a follow-up episode with us where she can maybe answer some of those popular questions. Awesome. Um, um, and before we get off this COVID topic, I saw something really cool. I know we briefly mentioned the um, the vaccine that or the vaccines that have come out. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend who works in healthcare back home in Delaware and he got the vaccine and he got like an I voted style sticker. <laughs> Um, that's it. I got the COVID-19 vaccine. So that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very Just cool. People, a little tiny incentive to <laughs> go, uh, not spread things beyond the incentive of, uh, not getting it or yeah, spreading right, it. Exactly. Um, you can also get a sticker, I guess, yeah. in some places. I love a sticker. Um, so before we move on to the rest of the show, specifically getting a drink, um, we'd love to hear a couple of words from our sponsors. <laughs> Based in Sterling, Virginia, Beltway Brewing Company crafts quality local beer. From their award-winning session IPAs to sours, traditional styles, and craft hard seltzer, Beltway has something for everybody. Free local delivery is available Wednesday through Friday to Ashburn, Sterling, Herndon, Reston. But if you live outside of those areas, you can still get same-day delivery with the low cost of $6. So go ahead and check out their website for more details. Make sure you use promo code QFYT15 to receive 15% off your order. Visit www.beltwaybrewco.com to place your order today. And thank you so much uh, to Anchor, I think, and Beltway, our friends over at Beltway. I'm sorry, I forgot what I just said four seconds ago in the ad. Um, <laughs> go ahead and use that code if it's still uh, available. It's still up there. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. That will be up there for as long as I know. Until they get tired uh, of us saying their name. Until they get tired name. of us yeah. talking about them, yeah. <clears throat> um, so, speaking of drinks, uh, our next segment's our second at the bar. So for this week, John and I are drinking another classic, the uh, vodka martini, shaken, yeah. not stirred. And I think this particular one, I mean, so Ryan just showed you how to do it or told you how to do it. I have not told you how to do it yet. Ryan's about to tell I'm gonna you how to I'm going to tell you it. how I did it, and then I'm going to show you how I did it later in the week. Exactly. Um, but I'll leave him to that. But didn't didn't this particular type have a different name on the back of the onion jar? Remember, oh, it was Ryan Gibson. Yeah, it was called something, something like different. Um, <clears throat> so there's two ways to make a martini. Um, obviously, there's two different. Most of the time, it's either gin or vodka. Actually, I think that's the only way you can make it, um, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, I prefer vodka because I just hate gin. Um, and I think John is of the same mind. Yeah, it tastes like Christmas trees. And I know we're festive right now, but not And, it, you know, tis the season for Christmas trees, but I'm not interested in eating one. Yeah. Um, I love the smell, mm-hmm. and I love uh, seeing them, but I don't want to taste it. Like giving them a nice hug. Yeah. Um, so we chose the vodka martini, and because we're big James Bond fans, mm-hmm. um, we went with shaken and not stirred, of course. Um, which is an option. I don't really think it changes a whole lot. Oh, I'm so sorry. That was terrible. Hmm. Um, I don't think it really changes that much the makeup of the drink. Um, I think he likes it shaken because uh, it it gets all the all the liquid just cold with the ice. <laughs> uh, I actually didn't shake it with ice. Um, 
You said you didn't want icing. Oh, that's why it's room temperature. Yeah, that's why it's room temperature. I do have a James Bond thing, but we'll come back to that when you're finished. Actually, I have. I I just looked it up. So I have a a bar Bible that Mm -hmm. I like to reference. It's not actually called the bar Bible. That's what I call it. You like to read passages. (laughs) I like to read it. Especially if I'm going to like try to find a new drink to do. Um, But they actually have... um, a bit uh, segment in here. So it, they talk about the difference between gin and vodka martinis. Um, a gin martini um, is typically stirred so as not to bruise the gin, whereas a vodka martini is typically shaken, um, like James Bond likes. They don't say why, but it is. Vodka is um, just less bruisable. I guess it's less <laughs> bruisable. There's nothing in here that says why. I guess it's just a, you shake it on ice to keep it cold which i didn't do um it doesn't taste bad honestly um but you also typically you know if you hear somebody say i want it dirty it means that they want extra olives in it um with a little bit of olive juice so there's literally just three components to a martini it's your liquor dry vermouth and then either a cocktail olive or a cocktail onion um and if you ask for it extra dirty usually you get extra vegetable and then a little bit of that juice added in there yeah so this is my third ever martini sitting in front of me um the first one i had at a party with an open bar um and i had one sip of it and then i poured it out because it was gin and it was disgusting (laughs) um the second one i had was also an open bar um but i had a vodka martini made it extra dirty and it was tolerable this one tastes as i was telling ryan earlier tastes like lo mein noodles to me so we used i used um the cocktail onions mm-hmm. this time instead of olives. Um, he's not wrong. It does taste <laughs> a little like Chinese food, um, but it's it's good. It's not bad. Um, I used Grey Goose vodka for the vodka, yeah. um, and I think that might have something to do with it. Grey Goose is a particularly mm-hmm. notable and, and considerably good vodka for the price. Got a nice uh, bottle, too. Yeah, it's also uh, weirdly tall. Um, yeah. It's the only one that doesn't actually fit on my bar, um, which I meant like the bar shelf is 14 inches tall um, and it's like an inch too tall for that. And we didn't even get like a handle. Like it was a it's regular, a regular 750. Bar, yeah. But whatever. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's not a bad drink. Yeah. It, it's um, you definitely taste the olive or the onion though. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll go into more detail on it. Uh, the videos the video. we, I usually try to get them up on Wednesdays um, just so that. You know, you have your midweek, midweek drink, QFYT uh, check-in. That's going to be nice this week because that's leading right into the holiday uh, Yeah, that is actually Wednesday's John's birthday. It is. This week. It's also Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us. Festivus. Yeah. Interesting. Is it always on your birthday? It or... is. It's always okay. the 23rd. The 23rd is Festivus? Yeah, so I put up my Festivus poll and I air my <laughs> grievances. Um, it's nice. And I get presents, so. And he gets presents. He's <laughs> going to get some from me as well. Can't wait. Um, so real quick, I know we had moved away from COVID, but I did, I did want to touch back on that a little bit. We've seen some videos this week of people receiving the vaccine. Um, and I think our favorite one now, I don't know the context of this video. Mm -hmm. I'd be happy if somebody would like to write in and tell me the context, but there is a male nurse receiving the vaccine on television from another male nurse. Um, and the needle's empty. Mm-hmm. The entire like, syringe is just... very clearly empty. Like, not empty in that it's full of, like, air or anything. It just hasn't been drawn back. Which would be back. very bad yeah, that's if really you bad put for air you. in your yeah. veins. But it's just not been drawn back. It's 
empty. And like um, the camera zooms in and you could see that there's nothing in the needle and the guy's pushing the injector and it's not going anywhere. So they take it, and first of all, that has to suck, because that guy just got stuck with a needle for nothing. Yeah, for no then reason. Then they put a second needle in his arm, which is also empty. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they were just testing this man's fortitude <laughs> for needles, or if that's part of it, is that you're supposed to dip it in the vaccine and then... Yeah, you just... So that's... It's like acupuncture. Yeah, that's why they discovered there were more than one dose per vial. They just dip. You just get one drop of mRNA... <laughs> put in your body blows my mind um so that was maybe interesting maybe he me. was training it was his first day um and he just had a couple of empties lined up mm-hmm. for yeah. national television just open unsterilized um you'll love to see it i think they were sterilized we'll see i don't know um but anyways we're not we're not judging anybody um you heard dr yes, McGee, and it's encouraged to get the vaccine um safer than we thought um other in other good news, um, I heard today that was it. Congress passed a uh, a new COVID yeah they came aid to bill. a deal. It's about nine hundred billion dollars. Um, which I don't really know if that also funds the government because I think they're weren't they trying to wrap it in? I think they ran out of money. Uh, or they're supposed to run out of money Sunday night. But that's exciting. But I guess if it's wrapped in the I don't know. But I think that includes fifteen billion for the airline industry. Um, okay. A $600 check per American and then up to 2400 for a family of... Now, that's only if you've money. made less than 75000 That's correct. correct. It, um, it I guess, decreases As incrementally. As you go up and pay? Yeah. Um, so, Which we'll is say. the same as the last one. Yeah, it's just yeah, a smaller exactly. amount. Uh, half. Exactly half. Uh, so we've been waiting. We're in a good nine months since... Uh, you know, I really... I parceled my 1200 out. Have you? Um, mm-hmm. Across um, the last nine months. Ramen noodles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was roughly $11 a month that I uh, spent. Um, and then it's Christmas time, so I spent a little bit more this month. Eleven fifty. Uh-huh. Well, I'm proud of you. Um, I did not. <laughs> no, I didn't either. That went straight to paying off credit card debt. Yeah. They were like, and that's exactly what this next one's going to be. Yeah. They were like, <laughs> that thing went straight to American Express. And My I was like, goodbye. <laughs> Can you just send it to Discover, please? Yeah, right. Just I'll save the middleman of yeah. me. Um, my favorite was after the first bill came out. That one, I think it was a senator got on. He was like, "Yeah, twelve hundred dollars should last people easily ten weeks." Yeah. and we were like, "What can you do with twelve hundred dollars, sir?" Yeah, where do you live in backwoods Wyoming? Like, <laughs> I don't know. If that's where he was from. Yeah, but I have no idea. But I wonder what they're gonna say about this six hundred dollars. I mean, if it lasts us five weeks, that'll be uh, I don't know a record. Six months in coronavirus years. Yeah. No. $300 a week? No, 30. I was right the first time. Yeah, that's like six months in coronavirus yeah. weeks. Yeah. Um, so. Um, oh, I just had one and I lost it. How embarrassing. You're telling me. Yeah. This is right. our show and I just lost a thought well, in the middle of the show. You threw it out the window. <laughs> what you should have done with that fart when we were driving over here. <laughs> John has a rule about his car where you have to lift yourself off the seat to fart. Because he doesn't want the farts to get soaked into his seat cushions. Yeah. I think that's ridiculous. I'm sorry, I don't have leather seats. I'm not just bougie <laughs> spending my $1,200 that car on was not bougie. leather seats. Is also still not bougie. Uh, Good old Chevy Cruze, you know, bougieing down the road. They're um, like, oh, what is that? <laughs> oh, he he's living life. Oh, but speaking of, we're, since we're talking about cars, I told you we'd circle back to James Bond. Uh, um, yes, please. So recently, I think just a couple of days ago as we're recording this, um, the 
James or the Aston Martin Corporation came out with a new DB9. Oh. Um, or I'm sorry. And what is a DB9? I'm for sorry, those people who don't it's know. It's a DBS. Um, it's their top of the line model. Um, <clears throat> oh, that was a fun face. Mm. Um, it's a beautiful car, and I love Aston Martins. Um, but it's also what James Bond tends to drive, at least in more recent videos. Isn't there an Aston Martin dealership near where you're from yeah. that lets you test drive? Uh, yeah, so I think my parents were, they mentioned that was an option. Um, who needs to buy one when you can just go and pretend like yeah, you're going to? Exactly. Like, I'm like, I don't want to, if I buy an Aston Martin, I'm not going to drive that every day. Yeah, not here. So why not just go spend 30 minutes test driving one? Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's beautiful. And what's, what's particularly cool about this one is that it's like a crossover between the Aston Martin and, well, not a crossover, but it's a tribute to the Concorde. Which is the first supersonic airplane? Because it's been fifty years since it took its first flight. And they've retired that. If yeah, two thousand three. Yeah, they kept like catching on fire. Uh, my uncle, who listens, well, one of them who listens to the show, um, actually was at Dulles when they were retiring it, um, the same day as the one of the space shuttles was being pulled into um, the Udvar Hazy Center. Nice. So he has a picture of the Concorde. I can't remember if it's taking off or landing behind the space shuttle that's, that's on the runway it's crazy. a super cool yeah. shot um but yeah so it's a super cool car um we're bad at staying i know on I, one that's, topic. that's our thing uh and i want one so if anybody really wants to support the channel it's starting at four hundred nineteen thousand dollars. um feel free to go to our website qfyt.org <laughs> feel free to make that 419 uh, 421 and yeah, then we can buy up. the microphones and everything and yeah. then also get John and Aston Martin. Yeah. And then we don't have to worry about the $600 <laughs> checks that we may or may not be getting. Um, so we teased last episode that we might be having a new brewery on the show. Um, and we have confirmed that tucked away brewing company will actually be joining us in a couple of weeks for a tasting episode. Awesome. Uh, and we are, we're not going to spoil everything about them, but they're from Manassas, Virginia. So super mm -hmm. local to us. Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess we'll tell you how we found them when we, when we get there. <laughs> we'll give you more information yeah. and we'll, we'll talk to them, but we have a couple of friends from tucked away that are going to be coming over to, uh, do a, a tasting with us in a few weeks. Actually, it's how we're going to be, uh, bringing in the new year. Can't wait. Um, so on that note, Merry Christmas to everybody. And happy all those other holidays. All those other, which I think some of them have ended by now. I think most of them have ended by now. I think they now. all have, yeah. Um, but for us, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Um, well, you'll hear from us before New Year's, so we're not going to say that. But uh, you'll hear from us once before New Year's. You'll hear from us once. Right before and then right after the New Year. Oh, yeah, I guess. Well. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Um, get those questions in for COVID Dr. McGeehan. for Dr. McGeehan. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think that was it. I think that's all I have. I yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think we have anything else. We're looking at our notes and I think that's it. So thank you so much for listening. And as always, you'll hear us next week for season two, episode three of quarantine for your thoughts. Bye.